following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, where we are serving up some delicious conversation. I am your host, Sketch, and with me, I have... Paul Biscrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... ESM Rodrell Medics, frontline responder. And bringing up the rear... Editor-in-chief at Toonami Faithful, CJ Maffers. Well, gentlemen, it has finally come the day when we can just splurge all our delightful opinions and love for food wars yeah well you know you get kind of hungry watching food wars and you'd be wanting to try some of this stuff for sure oh god what is he opening now a can of whoop ass (laughs) alcohol of course you are. <laughs> Wait, this is the first time in a long time that all four of us have been on a podcast. Holy shit. Yes, that was the plan. I was like, all right, we got to get the crew together to talk about Food Wars because yeah. it just wouldn't be right if we didn't have the crew. All we're missing is Jim. Yes. Yeah, Jim, let's see what time it is. I think it might be morning time there, so he might be teaching a class right about now. We keep in contact a lot, and he's doing pretty well. Good. 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 That's great. Oh, God, yeah, it's time to drink. (laughs) (laughs) The last time we talked about Food Wars, uh, we only were about halfway through the first season, right about where they're at the training camp, and Soma challenges uh, his uh, instructor of the day, Chef Shido. Shinomiya. Chef yeah. Shinomiya? Yeah. yeah Chef so, Shinomiya. I don't know why I call the dude Shido. Eh. So many names, it's so easy to mix them up. I know. So he challenges him to a, you know, a shokugeki for Megumi, who was going to fail if nothing was done about it. But, uh, hmm. Oh, gosh. Dojima. That's right. Dojima puts a little kibosh on Soma's white knighting and be like, all right, if you truly believe that Megumi should stick around, then you get to be her sous chef and she has to do this challenge. And wouldn't you know it, they scrape by sort of kind of. It's a technicality thing, but they get to pass and that's all that really matters. Let's just put it like this. They ass lost, man. They got, they thoroughly got their ass whooped. I mean, he owned up a can of womp ass, man, because he is chofa. Yep. And that was about when Soma had his first significant loss against anybody other than his father. And it definitely took a toll on him, but he was ready to get right back up again and keep on trucking. (laughs) Like the pun. Yep, for sure. For sure. 
So let's see. Yeah. The rest of the first season kind of covers mainly the start of the selection arc. And before that, there's this wonderful short arc where they're trying to revive the small town where Soma lives with some sensual fried chicken. Mm. <laughs> That's the only way I know fried chicken is made. <laughs> there are other ways. Not ways that I want. So, actually, before the fried chicken thing, there was uh, another mo uh, notable part in the uh, training camp involving everybody trying to make a breakfast buffet-style for oh, the yes. all of the people who work at the hotel and their families, which offered an interesting challenge for a lot of these uh, young bucks who have never really served people before. <laughs> but Soma... He, he thinks he has a pretty good idea of how to do things this style, but tries something a little too ambitious with his souffle omelet and almost, almost fails. But he manages to pull out of it using some of his charisma and showmanship and hold through being able to serve all the dishes in time and complete the challenge. But some of the others had some very creative takes on the concept, like, oh, probably the most creative had to be uh, Alice <laughs> with her seemingly normal-looking egg selection that is anything but. I just like eggs, man. I just need to scrambled eggs. Like, I don't, I don't need all the fancy shit. Yeah, I hear you, man. I love me some eggs. Delicious. Yeah, yeah scrambled eggs. <laughs> Hard boiled, poached. Mm. Well, hard poached anyway. I like oh, uh, I like a good like nice soft like sunny side up like right on toast. Give me, mm. give me. I'm, I'm, a, you. I'm Ooh, a scrambled yeah. eggs kind of guy. You basic. I like scrambled yeah, I eggs. I like uh, scrambles with other stuff in it like hash browns, and I like to take like. Uh, I, can make, I can make you a frittata. An over over medium egg on top of some hash browns and just let that all mix together. Where uh, so then which booth in Food Wars would you have gone to for the breakfast? I know where I would have gone. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think there was anything that they were showing off that was particularly to my taste. Like I basically I, some was the only one I would have actually went to, man. Because I don't really like eggs Benedict because I don't like fucking holiday sauce, man. Ain't nobody over glorified mayonnaise, and I hate mayonnaise. Mm -hmm. I would have done meat meats. Yeah, meat meat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, got me a meat meat. Best girl. She yeah. is. Nice. That's nice. I don't know why. I don't know how I would have liked the sauce on the uh, souffle omelet, but I might have been willing to try it at least. I think if I wanted to experiment, I would go with Arena's just because she's like the best chef there. Yeah, but I'm also not too into eggs, Benedict. Neither, neither am I. That's why I'm saying I would tr at least try it. Fair yeah, enough. Let me, let me get your eggs, Benedict. Hold the holidays. You know, immediately, like, look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Aaron would be like, excuse me? Hold the holiday sauce? Yes. Bitch? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm black, son. <laughs> It's like my grandma didn't put mayonnaise on her kit on her eggs, man. Can I just say it's still like 
I'm still just blown away that Stephanie Whittles came back for an anime because it's like the last time I've heard her in anything was Welcome to the NHK. So hearing her get to do Arena was like, oh shit, she's back. That's great. Really? I thought she was in Long Horizon. I don't remember if she was, and it's been how long now? Probably six, seven years since I've watched it. Uh, so it's been a, it's been quite a while. But and don't get me wrong, I love Log Horizon, but Welcome to the NHK leaves a very lasting impression compared to Log Horizon. I know, right? Kuda, kuda, poo, yeah. So, <laughs> so the fact that like all of a sudden she was back into something, I was like, oh damn, that's great. I'm glad to hear uh, her back in an anime. You know, it's one of the, it'd be like, you know, if all of a sudden like uh, Travis, Travis Willingham did uh, anime, if, uh, you know, when Laura Bailey came back to reprise a role in uh, Fruits Basket, it's like one of those kind of things. Oh, and she's even better as Toru now. It's amazing. <laughs> so good. Don't don't so good. don't let any Fruit Basket fans hear that. What do you mean she's better? She was always perfect sketch. What do you she mean? was always perfect, but now she's even better than that. I mean, I can't. <laughs> fully explain it myself but man she's come she's even better even better fantastic dub mm-hmm. but yeah no i just i am as much as i rag on uh food wars and future seasons uh i do enjoy the casting i think i think the casting was really really interesting mm. obvious on uh at least with like certain characters but still it's nice yeah, there was there were certain characters that were good. There were some that I was just like, "Why are you here?" Well, no, <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> no, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jarrell. No, I meant like you know some of the voices that they chose for some of these characters. I'm like, I think there could have been somebody better for this. And it's it's nothing against the voice actress that did it or voice actor. It just for me it was just like i don't know i just felt like this character could be better voiced by someone better i guess i I don't like that phrasing whatsoever yeah maybe i'm not trying to phrase it like that i mean more like i would definitely rephrase it please i'm I'm kind of warming up on a, a couple of them that i initially thought were maybe not the best choice but the one that still sticks out to me is uh etsuya the ninth seat of the Elite Ten. Now, for one thing, the Japanese voice is so different from the dub voice, and maybe that's intentional, but I'm used to this deeper voice for this guy, and this not deep voice just kind of feels off and wrong to me for this particular character. But on the other hand, he does sound more like he's actually a teenager, so maybe that's what they were going for. We were talking about this before, I think, but um, Christina Kelly plays um, Alice. Alice. I thought that she would probably be better, actually, as um, Karina. Yeah, that's who I thought. Of, yeah, her. Yeah, and I was maybe. Like, I, I could, but I, I think I think Erin's voice. I was like, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it's good. Uh, please stop. I literally I, just I started know. by praising it, and you do this. Please stop. Let's just not. I'm sorry I even brought it up then. Opinions differ, I guess. Yes. Yes. But, like, one voice that I didn't initially like was Chef Shinomiya's, but 
by the time he came back in the second plate, I, I was starting to warm up to it. Yeah. But overall, I think the dub is very well performed, very well scripted. And clearly the actors have a lot of fun. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I mean, basically the food wars is nothing but like glorified food porn, man. The author was a hentai artist, I believe. Exactly, sir, which is the reason why I love it even more. <laughs> it's for the culture, kids. Long time for the cultures, baby. Definitely. Just like when, uh, wait, was it Jay Hickman's kids got to see it for the first time? <laughs> How many times are you going to bring that up? Because you laugh every time. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It is, actually. I, th I think what made it hilarious was his delivery. It's like, all right, kids, it's time to watch. Daddy, what's going on? Okay, kids, it's time for bed. Time for bed. Very like It was the same tone as his, it was excited to t put him to bed as he was for them to start watching it. <laughs> Pretty much. So... And I will say, everyone loves his character, too. I think Joichiro might be the most popular character out of Food Wars. Everyone seems yeah. to love him. Well, uh, yeah. He's also one of the only good shonen dads. True. Show this hell ain't shout Tucker. Or Gene. Yeah, fuck Gene Freaks. Jesus Christ, he was bad. Oh, my God. Leorio's Gon's true father. He really is, just like Piccolo's He's only five years Gohan older fan. than him. It's okay, That though. doesn't matter. No. Dude, I'm He's his big brother, all right? He's his big brother. Leorio is 19. Father. He's 19, everyone. Man, Leorio looked like he got... I remember when they were like, come over. on, old man. He's like, I'm 19. I'm like three years older than you. Uh, Leorio. Yes, Leorio. Good man. Leorio. Good man. So a constant theme in Food Wars is Soma showing how, you know, quaint home ways are okay in uh, facing up against these big corporate ways of cooking. So the sensual fried chicken arc has him trying to revive his small town as... You know, this is a, a fairly relatable thing to uh, people who actually deal with this sort of thing, where all these small towns are getting really, uh, they're just dying out because of big corporations and not much interest in, you know, these boutique shops that are community-based. It's greed. So, it's yeah. greed. Welcome to capitalism. Yep. And of course, because this is a shonen manga and anime, the uh, person pulling the strings of the big corporation was the ninth seed of the Elite Ten. Of course. Working well, like, the just, just so you know, it's not really Jeff Bezos running Amazon. It is a middle schooler. Clearly. I would, I would believe it. Oh, God. I'm surprised and of course, didn't try to make a joke like that. Mm. And of course, Soma led Meet Meet on again. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Soma, you gotta be more uh, straightforward with these girls. <laughs> you're just you're just toying with them, man. 
and you're completely oblivious. Yep. On the bright side, he's not trying to be a scumbag. No. No, he's just a dumb scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> he's just horribly oblivious. Yes. Oh, my God. And then I just... Lo- I-, I love, like, this one because, like, the whole time she's, like, looking at this other girl and being like, is this what Soma wants? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it's, this what he wants? I-, I don't know. Wait a minute. His childhood friend from his hometown is also there as kind of a... Uh, well, she's the taste tester. <laughs> That's basically what she's pulled in there for. But that was a creative solution that they came up with that uh, that wrap with the chicken. It looks good. I mean, it's there's really nothing you can do wrong with fried chicken. You literally can put it on anything. Put it on waffles. <laughs> put it in a wrap. Put it just naked by itself. Like it's perfect. There's nothing Dude. better than fried chicken. Dude, like the fried chicken, um, chicken tender um, sandwich at Publix, man. I haven't had bro. that yet. You need to try that, man. Yeah. Seriously. I, is it in the Carolinas? Because my dad lives there now. I think so. Okay, so I'll definitely check that out then. Long, you know, Publix are pretty much everywhere. Because I know <laughs> I, I tried cookout for the first time when I visited him there, and cookout was fun. Ah, uh, yeah, man. But those fucking lines are fucking long as hell. Yeah, it was. But uh, the the burger with everything Carolina style was the weirdest thing. That is so weird. Who puts coleslaw on burgers? It's so weird. When I found a karage sandwich for the first time, like a chicken katsu sandwich, oh mm-hmm. man, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> oh beautiful. I feel like Seattle has a lot of like influence from like Japan. When it comes to oh, food, yeah. that's I'm kind of jealous actually because I like that. Yeah, not as much as say. I mean, you can't find as many ramen places as like in California, right? But, but uh, just the fact definitely. that definitely, you know, West Coast like being you know proximity wise closer than like people in the East Coast or even where Dorel is in the South. I mm-hmm. I am very jealous of the kind of different types of cuisine. We still need to do a ramen date sketch when we go to AX. Oh yeah, man! I forgot about I, that. I got some I fried chicken ramen. Yeah, I got some fried chicken ramen at a place down in LA. Oh, oh my gosh! Was it like Ichiraku ramen from Naruto? <laughs> mm, I don't know how to quantify that really, but man, that was some freaking good ramen. I forgot. I actually legitimately forgot about that. That's depressing. Womp womp. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so after that little mini arc and some uh, training between various characters, we get to the start of the fall selection where lots of our favorite characters end up going uh, against each other in this uh, tournament. It's probably my favorite the- arc. It's probably my favorite arc the more I think about it down the lo- uh when I think about all the arcs that I've read and watched. And I was so mad. So mad. So mad, huh? Yes, you know exactly why. And if you want me to articulate more on it, I'm more than willing to. Although it sounds, I don't know if it's going to be the right thing. Hmm. Well, why not you fire away? Well, I read it, right? My first experience through Food Wars was the manga, which, you know, shame on me for trying to be like everyone else. 
in reading the mm-hmm. manga. But that's how I first experienced it. And it was my favorite arc because the matches were intense. Like the, you know, like Megami versus the fish guy. Uh, you know, Soma versus Alice. Like all of them, like they were great. They were intense. You saw like the way things, the way the story was told panel to panel. And it was just a, such a feast for the eyes. You know, it was wonderful artwork, some truly, truly uh, goosebump inducing uh, stare downs and like, ooh, who's going to win? What's it going to taste like? How are they going to react? What is the spread going to be, you know, of like everyone's food gasm? And then you have the anime, which literally goes a hundred freaking miles per hour. I don't know why, because at the end of season one, we're kind of like at the beginning of it. And so for whatever reason, it's like, all right, we're going to cut it here. It's like, why didn't you just stop right before it instead of like combining it? Because otherwise you're leaving people on a cliffhanger. Then you have season two, which was 13 freaking episodes. What do they decide to do? They decide to like go 100 miles an hour to try to finish it in like, I don't know five or six episodes, maybe more, maybe I, I, I couldn't keep track. It was just so frustrating because as, as you know, what's food wars? What is in essence food wars? It's a story about food. It's a story about making food. It's a story about consuming food and how food can bring, you know, stories and people together. And despite what some maybe Americans would want, not everything goes very quickly. Sometimes you have to take your time. Sometimes you have to let things digest. Sometimes you have to realize that there's a certain etiquette of how you eat instead of what we do in food contests or, you know, as people do at the table to try to get away from their families as quickly as possible. You need to let things settle. And we don't get that from season two on. I don't know why. It's truly maddening because, like, like I said, it goes from 24 episodes 13 episodes, 24 episodes, 12 episodes. It's just this weird pace where it's just like, just have a set number. Just do it like, do it in 13. Do it in 12. But don't like flip-flop and try to decide which one you're going to be doing and then realizing, oh shit, it's only going to be 12 episodes. Well, then we might as well try to jam everything in there. What happens when you try to, you know, nuke up a dish that you need to put in the oven to let it, you know, settle, simmer, marinate the anime doesn't let you do that and you really see that within the fall selection uh arc where all of a sudden like a battle between you know megumi before she eventually gets knocked out or uh what's his face subaru and soma it's like going by so freaking fast and it's like no the the what made that battle so enticing was how long it kind of took to really get everything settled where Subaru was like spying on Soma, trying to figure out everything. And it's just like this great game of cat and mouse of how Soma's going to be able to stop what Subaru was going to be able to copy and try to one up. And you just, you just don't really get that. And then you have the triple threat, you know, at the end. And I'm just like, where's the, where's the like, draw because we again we just go through to it like went through a microwave instead of letting it go into the oven and it's super frustrating and considering how popular considering how beloved and how you know 
different Food Wars is to be able to gain as much traction, I found it to be such a disservice what the anime did. I really do. And, you know, you can't put that on, you know, Sentai and what they did because all they do is just license and dub it. So it's not as if it's on. That's solely on JC staff. You know, I, I don't agree with the direction that they went with making things go as quickly as they did. I don't agree with the choice of just, like, splitting the seasons the way that they did. Keep it consistent. It's a very simple mantra that I feel that a lot of us would agree with, considering how much we feel about keeping the sh uh, schedule of Toonami consistent. Like, we're not going to advocate, oh, we should just move Black Clover up and then bring it back down once we have episodes my hair. No, 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 no. We're always about consistency, because that's what fans are attracted to. They want to be able to continue to do their thing. But when you're having seasons flip-flop like that, when you have this just deplorable pacing issues where they like go super, super fast, and then they go a thousand times more fast in later seasons. So it's just like never quite made sense. And so seeing this arc, the way that it was adapted, just really put a damper on, on myself. And, you know, I, I'm going to revisit that. You know, I'm going to rewatch it, see if... uh if it is really like that, like I'm going to not go week to week. I'm going to binge it just to see. And I hate binging. Oh God, do I hate binging. It's the same thing about like sometimes eating too much of one thing is a bad thing. Like, you know, don't do that. But it's just, it's, it, it was so frustrating because of how to me that arc really set the table of how uh, remarkable the story of Food Wars was and, you know, how poorly adapted that it, uh, well, I shouldn't say poorly adapted, but how, you know, turbo speed it was when it was being adapted. It's just, it's just beyond me. And I don't understand. I really don't. Huh. And, you know, people can disagree. People can be like, you're crazy. I, I, I would be hard pressed to say, watch it again from start to finish from, you know, that arc on and tell me how fast the things seem to go. Cause I know you're not going to get every detail in the manga. Like I've, I've accepted that. That's not a big deal. What the thing is, is like they're trying to like make sure that every match was like done in one episode. It's like, let it breathe. Let it breathe. Like, it's okay if it goes later. Of course, they have their constraints of, oh, this can only be this certain amount of, ep you know, it's just, I, that's not the way I, I think you should do these things. You really shouldn't. I don't think the more successful, uh, longer running shows allow that. I mean, look at My Hero, look at Black Clover, look at, um, you know, uh, One Piece, Bleach, you know, all the long runners, they were given time. And like, and if you want to be like, well, you know, Food Wars isn't, uh, you know, going continuously like a Black Clover, like uh, One Piece. Like, OK, look at My Hero Academia. They take breaks and their only difference was season one and onward. So season one was 13 episodes. Then all of a sudden things started to double and it hasn't dropped from that since. Could have done the same thing with Food Wars. I really believe. I mean, Food Wars is getting its fifth freaking season. Clearly, it's popular. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. So, mm -hmm. I just, I just, I don't understand what JC staff was was thinking on that. And if, I didn't realize the pacing issue really started all the way back then because I thought it didn't really start until season three. It's more noticeable in season three, but season two, think about it. Like the first season had about twenty four episodes. Then the second season has half of that. They're going to try to cram as much as they can in that. So, I haven't looked at, say, the comparison of how many chapters per I should do that, because I do, I do own a lot of the manga digitally, so I might, I might even look into adding that into my commentary 
when it comes huh. to where I write about yeah, it. Yeah, I might look into that. Definitely. But it is, it certainly is. <sighs> I mean, part of me is like, it's refreshing to find a shonen where a fight is completed in an episode. But at the same time, I mean, there's a huge difference between finishing it in one episode and finishing it in five. There's a happy medium there. You could have done it in two or three and really fleshed things out, but not let it drag. But these aren't exactly fights either. It's cooking. Yeah. So you have to mm -hmm. taper that from to what you would expect from a normal fight. Typically, I wouldn't mind a fight finishing in one episode because... The longer things go, the more it might be the more it might be a strain for viewers thinking, "Oh, when is this gonna freaking end?" Like it's it's like one of those joke, like the berserk joke is, is guts gonna get off the freaking boat, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to like these cooking things, for me, especially when it comes to seeing it visually <laughs> in a sense of uh, anime instead of like reading, where reading you can take your own. Uh, pacing and in account so it's like maybe a fight that took very long time you were able to zip right through because you're like oh my god this is so exciting so exciting and maybe you're like oh i don't want to really like go overload on my uh, uh senses when reading this stuff so i can go at a slower pace in anime we're kind of you know confined on that 23 26 minutes depending you know if it's a double episode or you know one of those kind of things so there's a certain kind of I want to say flow that episodes should have to be considered like, you know, oh, this is really enticing. I want to keep doing it. And you see that in the first season. But after that, it kind of just, you know, goes a little too fast because I think that they felt the pressure of making sure they could adapt as much as they could. Yeah, I think in hindsight, the producers <laughs> of the anime might have slowed it down some, but. That's you know, not really apparent in how the rest of the series is being handled. Hmm. Now there you know, seems like they're trying to get get it done in as few episodes as possible. You know, coming from some coming from somebody that doesn't read the manga, and maybe I'm a bad person for it. I guess no, 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 no. That's not bad. It just I that's, you know that's just when I uh, experienced it. That's all. I mean, I've seen I've seen some some anime that. Like, it's really good, and then all of a sudden they just kick it into high gear. And I am I haven't even read the manga, and I'm like, why did you do that? Sword Art Online, for example, the first uh, 12 episodes there, that first season right there. Do you mean the like, first season or, the, like, season three? Season – I called it season one, part one, because it's Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I appreciate – that's why I wanted to make sure if you weren't talking about yeah, the most recent. Yeah, I mean – I mean that that one like it was good, and then you got to what was it episode eleven or twelve, and the you're just like the fairy stuff, right? And, yeah. Well, just before the fairy stuff, where like that battle happens with the main guy, and I'm like, why did you do that in an episode? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like you could have let this you could have let this breathe for like two episodes at least. Guys, I want you to mark this on your calendar. Paul just made a very good comparison. Oh yeah. shit! No, I am not well, even kidding. Okay. No, 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 I am not even kidding, Paul. That is, a, you are exactly right. The way that July I'm feeling about from Food Wars season two on is exactly how I felt when all of a sudden in Sword Art Online, the first part in Einkrad, where all of a sudden it's just like, bam, we're up at the final boss already. No, that's exactly it. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, yes, that proves that proves what you were saying, and and that's kind of where. 
but I was going to go in the opposite direction for food wars. Right. But I'm just saying like right. this comparison, I, I think it's actually brilliant. Right. No, no, no. I think, it, I think it works in both ways because honestly, like for me, from somebody that doesn't read the manga and just watches the show, I kind of felt like food wars has actually been pretty good so far. Again, I haven't seen past season two mm-hmm. of the pacing. So, you know, I, I actually don't think it was that bad because some of those some of those episodes actually bleed into the next episode where we don't find out who actually won that food wars until the next episode, which also is a good thing because it pisses me off. And I'm like, now I need to see the next episode, you know, and I and I and I think I think whoever did that uh, when they did the anime, because it, it draws you back in like I want to watch what happens next because I want to know if Soma won or whoever won. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's what has attracted me to this show. It, it's one of it, it. You know, this was something that a lot of people had been saying. Got to watch Food Wars. Got to watch Food Wars. Got to watch Food Wars. I'm like, OK, so what's so special about it? And that's what's to me is special because, you know, oddly enough, I'm not one of those people that's seen shitloads of anime. OK, but the anime that I have saw that I have seen and I put in comparison Food Wars isn't anywhere near as bad sometimes. And, you know, yes, there's there's like the sword art example. And then there's like the um, I, I and I hate Darrell's going to hate me for this, but using bleach, for example, like in bleach, the problem with bleach is that and this is the problem with Naruto, too, is like they have this in between um, filler stuff. And you're just like, can we? move on please can we get back to what we were just watching please look here and, and it, i like rookie rookie god damn it so get off my case but you know what i'm saying though like that's, that's another comparison of where like you sit there and you go what the fuck am i doing <laughs> like can we just move on like dragon ball dragon ball z as much as people shit on that like dragon ball z wasn't as bad as is what bleach and naruto would do with filler because you would just sit there and be like are you thinking of the same dragon are you comparing it to kai because then i would agree but the original no it had the original the middle the, of stuff the original well Fake I've, planet namek yeah like hello the garlic jr saga i never i never really i never really hated on that stuff i, right, I actually but I'm just, it's it the was, same as what bleach and naruto were doing that's all so like i guess i guess what i'm saying is is it felt boring those fillers felt boring a dragon ball z filler wasn't as boring you know what i mean so and and that I, i'm not using that comparison that's debatable i was gonna say that's that's a taste part when it comes to the boring on filler but regardless that's not that's, regardless, what i'm trying to say is basically you know it, it's one of those things where like food wars to me isn't isn't boring it isn't it doesn't move too fast for me and I, and i feel like just like we were talking using food references it comes out just right at least yes. for me, for the casual person that's actually just watching it and not reading the material. This just in, so. Paul likes fast food. Uh, not really. <laughs> Beg to but I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, you know, I've seen worse shows, CJ, and this is not... Oh, I have too, and I damn you know, well still want to review Handshakers and Taboo Tattoo, but, you know, that's <laughs> oh, neither here nor there. Bluesy, bluesy. 
Oh, you better <laughs> believe it. But the like, and I can understand Paul's point of view. He's right now, and I doubt he would read the manga. Just not because he can't. Don't don't start throwing that shit around people. It's because he's busy. But um, my thing no, is just no time for that. Jesus Christ. I know. But my thing is, it's along the lines like my initial experience of Food Wars was reading in a weekly Shonen Jump. I was so big into it. And, you know, Sketch, I mean, Sketch Durrell and Jim and even yourself could archive older podcasts before Food Wars aired of how much we wanted Food Wars on the block during mm-hmm. se- during season one, you know, mm-hmm. and how much I enjoyed reading it. What I couldn't wait to see adapted, uh, the characters, the eyes, the stare downs, the just ambiance of food wars because what made it such a great draw and why you would give it a michelin star is because that it was able to create the same type of uh, emotional responses that a fighting battle shonen would the same kind of reactions that i'd get from asta like all of a sudden discovering more of his anti-magic is the same thing i'd feel when all of a sudden you'd see soma taking on a competitor who is widely regarded as someone better but him able to kind of figure out a way to outsmart them using very basic and very improvised or, you know, improvised on the types of recipes that he would use. And this anime kind of just all of a sudden just kind of squishes it all into like five minutes before we then just get to them going to their main draw, just, you know, food gasms. And I didn't like that because I think that does the show a disservice because it's not about like the food gasms is a draw and it's funny. Like I love asking, you know, directors and uh cast members their first reaction when they had to give a food gas i think that's hilarious because that's just so different than what you'd see like they give the regular you know like panting from running or you know they're hurt in battle but this is just so out of left field that it's like so unique it's so different it's fun and then it's just i it, it's almost like they went for the kind of style over the actual substance of the show and it's it's just mm-hmm. you know, disappointing because of how much you know and again i've i've read them all i read the manga up to the end and it's just a colossal disappointment the further you get along it you really know, is now that i'm thinking about it maybe what was going on here cj maybe you'll agree with me on this is maybe they think that if they drew it out a little bit more it might end up getting too to it might it might not catch the the audience's attention as much and therefore people may turn away from the show yeah maybe that's what was going on no they could have but the problem also with that is because again you go from season one that was 24 episodes and then all of a sudden you cut it right and next one you know what i'm saying so there yeah it's a weird spot where well if you're worried about that anyway why not just go at a regular pace instead of like fearing that you needed to like squish everything together that's that's something that I definitely agree with you on, and that's something that I don't like that anime does sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is Especially a popular thing. one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We all agree. Like Everyone on this podcast loves Food Wars. As much as I'm ragging on it, I'm not ragging on it because I hate it. I'm ragging on it because I'm disappointed because it was something I truly loved. You know, and, well, and I know everyone on this podcast right now, like we wanted Food Wars on the block. Like I will stand by. I, I am so happy that it did get on and has gotten the chance that it has. I just wish JC staff did a better job, you know, and I'd like, I know it's very popular and in to rag on JC staff, you know, with like one punch man season two as an example, but I do like some of the stuff that I do like heavy object, uh, certain magical index, like they have their flaws too, but I like it. So it's just like, 
I, I can expect them to do like decent on stuff and just seeing how they had such a very successful and popular property and kind of flubbed it is, you know, depressing, sad. You do kind of have to wonder why they didn't just make the second season 24 episodes or make the first out the fall selection or if make the first season just 13 and just keep going in a 13 episode thing, you know, like it's and, weird. And that is something that throws off the pacing when when, you know, these animes do put the next season out. If you do a 12 episode season. And, you know, I, I think a good example of a show that did it the right way was probably my hero academia. Because yes. They, what was it? I think the season one and season one was wrong, 13. And then that every was 13, other season right. okay. has been 24 to 25 episodes. Right. So it's so like, I, that makes sense because you're starting off with something like, Oh, is it going to be a hit? We'll just, you know, right. wrap it up in a nice little 13 episode thing. All of a sudden it blew the fuck up. Exactly. And then it just kind of grew and grew. Instead, you have right. like the opposite with Food Wars, which if they kept every other season after season 113 episodes, it'd be like, okay, I get it. But then they go back to the 24 setting, and then they go back to... The, it's like they kept flip-flopping. And it's like... just uh, Well, part of that is because they structured season... Was it season four as 24 episodes? But then they decided to cut it in half and release the, the rest on another season. Right. But I also think that that's going to be considered season four, but I still think that they might actually do 24 episodes of the final one. Oh yeah, probably. Which, yeah, it's just, again, makes it a frustrating. So then if you really want to go like, you know, semantics on this season four is going to be 36 episodes. (laughs) Excuse me. What are we doing here? I just, well, weird. And, and, And I think, you know, the other thing that we have to keep in mind too, CJ is there may end up being, the whole scenario when Food Wars is over or, you know, and you could probably take any long running show for that matter and, and insert it into this conversation because, you know, there might be that thought in the back of the mind of somebody that says, hey, let's put the series out, see how it does. And then after a couple years, let's just go back and do like a, a Kai version of it. Like Bleach? So yeah, like Bleach would be a perfect one to do like a like high version of. Well, not I only that, but they're they're returning to it is what I mean. You know, they right, they that, took their time. Right, and you can return to these series as well, not just go back and redo it, but you could return to the series as well and finish it off, or you know, well, make a new season. I mean, well, Inuyasha is a perfect example too. What I would want, honestly, for Food Wars is to just end it by the central arc after that because. Please, just for my mental sanity, do not adapt the final arc of Food Wars. Please don't. <laughs> Please do not. I called that shit. Like, I was already disappointed with how things were going during the end of the central arc, but I, and it was more, it wasn't necessarily the central arc itself. I actually really liked the central arc. I hated what the outcome, what happened after the outcome of that whole arc, because I thought the natural progression of things was vastly just thrown out the window. And then all of a sudden you get the final arc and I'm like, this is just, this is bad. I jumped ship on Mm -hmm. that and everyone was like, no, you're just being, you know, typical CJ. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh shit, it's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nope, it's not typical CJ. (laughs) You hate to see it. You hate to see it. I misspoke. It was season three that was split in two. Ah. So yeah, that's why why I was saying season three was 24. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, season three is 24 episodes, but it's more like two sets of 12. 
I should oh god i'm so I'm, why it wasn't just retitled season four you got me i don't understand anymore i'm sorry then after that they're like okay the next one's 12 episodes at season four can we next start one? doing this with tsunami faithful podcast can we just do random seasons for each you know chunk of stuff we'll be like all right this will be 10 episodes 10 episodes will be season 13 oh but then we're yeah. gonna do 50 for season 14 like yeah okay let's just do this arbitrary bullshit I mean, a lot of TV shows actually do that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it frustrates me to no end. Yes. Um, you know, fair. speaking of speaking of season two, though, like um, that last battle that went on. I'm still pissed about that. <laughs> I'm still pissed about that. Someone should have won that shit. I'm oh, sorry. you mean during the autumn elections? Yes. No. Oh my God. No. Yes. You Someone can't, can't win every time. I was gonna say, like, oh, you, you're just creating a new Goku if you're doing that. Well, no, well, that's complete. No, that's completely different. Um, I mean, you can't really say Goku every time because Gohan won once, and apparently, according to the manga coming up in Super, Vegeta may actually get one finally too. Who knows? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'll believe it when I finally see. Yeah, same it. here. But we'll see. And um, you could say Gohan won one, but then look what happened to him. Later on, did he really win? But let's not go no. into that conversation because we'll be here for another couple hours. Because <laughs> I get pissed about that 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 conversation. But, anyways, um, no, it, it, I, I look. I realize that Soma can't win every single time. I get that part, but like, I don't know. I just felt like he put a shitload of stuff into that dish, and they were just like, "Oh, it was really good, but sorry." <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm like, that's like, kind of how cooking works. I mean, if you watch any Gordon Ramsay shit, you would definitely see that's kind of how it works. Did no, you really fair. just make that statement and forget that it was about a sorry dish? Oh, was it about a sorry dish? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, the fish. Yeah, right. Okay, I got you. It yeah. was a sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it just... I don't know. I, I, I like rewarding characters when they actually fucking put the work in. I don't know. Maybe that's just where I'm at. But you think the other like he didn't was... get shouldn't been rewarded? You think you don't think they tried? Well, okay, Perhaps so... what what is happening here is that the manga maybe did a better job of explaining why Akira won. Hmm. And mm. they didn't just rush through everything. I wonder. I wonder. I mean I mean if that's what happened then that would make sense, but I mean, I personally didn't feel like it was wrong for Soma to lose there. I don't know. I felt like so every time that Soma's kind of gone up against somebody, with the exception of that that battle he had in the hotel, um, I felt like this at this point, this was kind of actually his best battle, honestly. Yes, because he was up against two people. Yeah, three way. What they were doing with this fish, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck to do here. <laughs> like, and he figured it out. He worked his ass off, did something completely out of left field, like he usually does, and just like hit it out of the park. And you know, I, I, you know what, I might actually agree with you here, CJ. I feel like, if I remember correctly, I think Colt might have said something when when I was talking about this on Twitter when I was pissed about it. Like, you know, 
there's definitely something missing here that you're not saying. Like you're definitely not you're definitely not telling the whole story here. Right, but you know also I mean? realize that like and Darrell I'm sure can attest to this because you know he's I don't know if he's competed in cooking, but I think he understands the kind of concept of it. There ain't no oh nice job participation trophies. You either nope. get the thing or you don't. And oh, as much as you oh, want yeah. to reward Soma for, you know, thinking what he could do at such a disadvantage, you can't trump the talent that you have in the kitchen. You no, just can't. Like, well, it really took me years to hone my skills and actually be able to be, like, on equal footing with my mom, dude. Like, I told y'all about the, like, little cooking contest between, like, her and me with Michelle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my sweet potato pie actually beat out her on red velvet cake. And mom makes one hell of a red velvet cake, bro. Right. And what and what Darrell's kind of saying is like for him let's say Darrell wanted to start up his own restaurant, right? He despite like, oh, he does like all these amazing things with his food, you know, uh he has like a signature dish and stuff like that. There are going to be people in other parts of not only the country but the world that have not only done exactly what he did, but perfected it to a level that he hasn't reached yet. It takes time. And sadly for Soma, he's working at such a disadvantage because he hasn't had the same type of training and time that Akira and um, Ryu have had. And it stinks, but if Soma did just end up winning that, what would be the point of still like following along? It would show that he has no rivals, like at all. So... So let me mm-hmm. let me let me better explain this because I think maybe that's what's being lost in translation here. When when his dish was served to the the judges, it made it out like, okay, someone's gonna win this. Like it made it out like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't like, and maybe I, I worded that wrong. Like it was oh, it was good, but oh well. No, it was like they. It made it out like they that he was gonna win this. Like he's been winning everything else. Think of it this. And then way. all of a sudden it came out of left field. So I feel like I feel like in this instance, this is one of those things where the manga should have been adapted a little bit better, probably. Paul, uh, someone's all coming out, you hear the music going, All I do is win, 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 <laughs> no matter what, what, what and then Akira shows up is like No. Paul, think of it this way. Who what was the order of the food eaten? Do you remember? Uh, God, no, it's been so long now. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it uh, Rio Akira Soma? Yes. Yeah. And think about it. Akira still won, not going last. I think that's the kind of, uh, in like thing that we as viewers have to pick up on. Akira's I mean, was so fucking good that even was, the fact that Soma gave them something incredible, they still remembered Akira's more. Exactly. That was the whole thing. Like, Akira has a good sense of smell. And the thing is, you know, by that sense of smell alone, that gave him an edge over Soma, man. Because when it comes to cooking, it's all about taste, smell, presentation, making sure that the flavor combinations have this type of complexity where you getting more than one level of flavor, um, level of flavor with each bite. And the thing is you want to have it be memorable each time because like, like some of the things I learned, like as far as cooking is that if you're going to be basic, then eventually it's going to catch up. It can be good. But the thing is you can find 
ways to actually improve it because, like, okay, I made chicken pot pie. My, it was good. But the thing was, I learned how to tighten it up by using, like, different herbs. And one of the things I learned was, like, using a thickening agent. Like, I can use, either use flour or I can use cornstarch. I prefer using flour, but cornstarch actually gives it a, a nice little smoothness for me on my end. But the thing is, you're just building that flavor profile each time. And the thing is, someone really wasn't at that level yet. He's like a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, basically, he coming out with guns blazing. Yeah, it's good, but the thing is, he wasn't as refined as the other two. He and really wasn't. Also, think of it this way. If Soma was in, like, Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay would be yelling at Soma, where's the lamb sauce, over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel like they just didn't really... In the anime, they didn't really explain it too well. Well, no, why. of course not. They go 100 miles so, an hour. You know what I mean? Like, and, that, and, and that's that's a point I will definitely agree with you on. I, other than that, though, I, I, you know, I just, you know. Look here, dude. If you're not a cook, man, then most people didn't really get a lot of this stuff. They just saw, ooh, pretty food. They didn't understand the other concepts. I mean, they're subtle, dude. They're subtle to this shit, man. I mean, it is levels to cooking that just, like, ridiculous man i mean the thing is someone wasn't formally trained you know it was basically on the fly and you know in the uh, shop with his dad these other guys they had like formal cooking training so the cooking techniques that someone was using he didn't even know the name uh you i know, mean dude he did not know what okay he's um literally using the oil spoon on his fish he did not know that that was pole that's, uh, you know, using fridge cooking. That's how you get the skin crispy on your meat. I mean, whether you're doing fish, chicken, dude, I do it all the time. Right, but I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that he doesn't have any training. No, now, I said now, formal yeah. training. Yeah. That's right. So I, I, would, I would agree with you on the fact that he doesn't have – I wouldn't say formal cooking training. I would say cultural for, food training because you see that from his father like – all of a sudden he pulls out something from Italy or something from well, you, India. You'll, you know you'll learn I mean? in the future about Joe Ichiro's training specifically mm-hmm. and stuff right. like that. So. And, and I think that's what he's trying to, to do with Soma is to get him to that point where he's like him. And by doing what he's doing right now, he's learning. But I also think that to say that Soma didn't have any training, I think he got a lot more training than certain other people that we've seen go up against Soma and in a different way by, you know, his father, like beating him every single time. It wasn't, it wasn't like decreasing his love of food. It was actually increasing and increasing his skills and everything else. So while yes, Jorichiro's food was better than Soma's, Soma's food was still good and was actually better than what he thought. So that's where I think people kind of get, go off the rails there is they're like, oh, well, Jirichiro just beat Soma again. Yeah, but Soma's food is still good. He's going up against, like, Gordon Ramsay, I guess we'll use the word. He's still example. looking for the lamb sauce to this day, Sketch. <laughs> so, you but, know, and that's what I feel. With this it, it, isn't it the case that, at least in some capacity, that both Ryo and Akira kind of self-taught themselves, too? They did. Well, I would say more Rio because of his situation more so since he actually started yeah. at a restaurant. But uh, 
when it comes to like Akira too, like, yeah, he had to because he was gifted and he was sought out. And then he kind of got, I would, I wouldn't say necessarily the normal formal training you would get in the kitchen, but formal training to hone his natural uh, gift of smell. Mm -hmm. So he did actually get training more so than self-training, but I think Rio definitely because he worked at a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, and and when because he was working next to Alice too, I think that just increased his well skills tenfold as well. Right, right, right. But that that was self training though. I wouldn't say like he really. No, no, like, no. I would agree with you. That's yeah, self training. Yeah, yeah. But but once him and her started like doing stuff together, then Phrasing. that was. They are children. No, no, no. <laughs> they. <laughs> Joining forces. I, I, I think the thing is, uh, both Kira and Ryu uh, kind of took the time in their training to you know, like research these things properly, and Soma kind of never did. He just he just learned from all of his cooking battles with his father, right? And personal experience working at the diner, right? And and but on the flip side. Did, did those that's why they two? know all the facts and he doesn't right but but on the other side of that too did they actually have some a parent in their life that taught them those skills uh technically no uh so there you go. akira didn't obviously but i would say june is like his parent and yeah, then june, had, june definitely helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and then but you gotta remember he did go to polar star um middle school too though so yeah you know he did pick up his training in the classroom now the thing is like okay you got polar star i would say i'll just use myself an example you got somebody who goes to cia which is culinary institute of america versus me which um i would fall under the lines of what you call a home cook basically you know self-taught you know and oral traditions passed down through my mom and my grandma now i may not know I didn't know a lot of the cooking techniques that I was using until I like actually started to study with myself because I'm a studious person. That started I started learning more as I watched the um, cooking shows and the cooking network. But the thing is, like I refined my cooking skills to a level that I can actually hold my own with a lot of guys that came from these like um, you know from these um, culinary institutes because literally I had a friend that did go to um, a culinary institute and I literally kicked her ass in the kitchen, man. You know, she was just like outdone, and she was like, "How did I learn?" I was like, "Hey, I watch Food Networking Network. I read cookbooks. I learned different techniques. I mean, it's just how it works, man." And <laughs> you read a little comic called Food Wars. <laughs> oh no, dude! This was this was before I even got into Food Wars, man. Like being a Southern cook, man. Trust me, we black people do not like measure season at all, man. We stop when the Spirits of our ancestors say, child, that is enough. Literally. Seriously, grandma talks to me when I'm seasoning my food, man. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Ask any black Southern cook, do they really measure? Their, um, do they really measure? And they will literally tell you no. I just want to know where the lamb sauce is. Oh, there man. is no lamb sauce, sir. You Where's the lamb sauce? You're going to get some red-eyed gravy, and that's going to be your lamb sauce. Yeah, that's, that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough. Uh, I can't wait till you come down. I mean, here. there actually was a sauce moment in the stagier part. 
Miramagumi's <laughs> like, I, I, I think that we should adjust the portions of the sauce. And the chef is like, what? Even you, you little girl are telling me what to do after this hoity-toity little girl is telling me what to do? No, I'm not taking it from you. And Aaron is like, yeah, you should listen to her. Yep. <laughs> oh, they broke that, man. <laughs> they totally broke that, man. <clears throat> the stand here was, uh, was an interesting little arc. Very, very short, just a couple of episodes. But it, I, I appreciated, most of all, uh, some interaction between uh, Soma and Hisako. Because yes. before, they had almost no screen time together. And they made for an interesting dynamic. I mean, initially, they were like, I don't like you. <laughs> but by the end, they had a bit of respect for each other. <laughs> well, and, and I think... Speaking on that, I think that's kind of what we all are probably saying is Soma needs somebody like him to kind of be like, here's what you could be doing. And this is some of the things that you don't know about. And this is how you cook this. And this is how you cook this. This is how you do it in Italy. This is how you do it in, you know, whatever country. You know what I mean? Like, I think... That And again, I haven't seen season three or season four for that matter, but, you know, I think that's kind of the missing component that Soma needs to get to a higher level. And, you know, I'm sure we'll see that in season three. So I hope. Well, it's a gradual journey for Soma. Now we just got to wait and see if Toonami gets season three. Uh I'm sure they're at least trying to. Hey, maybe that's one of these uh, these announcements at uh, Adult Swim Con. Could be, could be. I mean, it's already all dubbed, so it could it could happen anytime. Yeah, I just hope that Netflix getting season one doesn't mean that that precludes them from getting season three. No, that would piss me off. No, yeah, I don't no, think no. I don't think that's going to happen. So, no. No, that's unrelated, frankly. I don't think uh, I don't think season three will ever be on Netflix because Crunchyroll is uh, co-ownership of seasons three, four, five, and anything beyond, frankly. Hey, real quick, while we're talking about Crunchyroll, did you say on Twitter the other day that Crunchyroll that if Toonami has to get a show, Crunchy they have to pay Crunchyroll for it? I mean, that's, that, that's my theory. I mean, look, if they're going to charge HBO Max like over $200 million for the rights to Friends, obviously they expect to receive... Like, it's all Peter paying Paul, frankly, but for some reason that's just the way that Warner Media operates. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't get that. I really don't. No, because over here you got Disney being like, let's put everything on Disney Plus. Yeah, exactly. Like they they have a huge fault, and they're just like, here, put it on there. Like I've I've been watching Tailspin. Like, you know, like I'm I, that is a show that, you know, when kids see that they go, why is this not back on? And then they're gonna sit there and go, huh. 
maybe we should make another season of said show. Well, you know? there is going to be a Tailspin cameo, at least, in the current season of DuckTales. Ooh. Ooh. Bet you they have lamb sauce. <laughs> God, Christ. bet you they do. <laughs> Get that their lamb sauce, boy. Oh, God. I think yeah. we know the title of this series. CJ needed the lamb sauce. Is the lamb sauce even that good? I mean, no, but to this day, Gordon Ramsay is still searching for it. (laughs) I feel like I should should make like a Silence of the Lambs, like yeah. See, now you're getting into the phones. That's the point. Yes, it puts the lamb sauce. It puts the lamb sauce on the skin, or else it gets the hose again. There you go. I had his liver with a nice lamb sauce and Chianti with baba beans. Sketch, we're doing the puns for you. This is it's writing itself for you. You don't have to do anything. I know. I'm just going to sit back here and enjoy it. Yep. <laughs> I know. We, to, we don't even have to edit this podcast that much. Jesus. No, we do. But but Sketch, Sketch when he finds one that he doesn't like, he's going to just put two slices of bread in someone's face and yell, what are you? And we have to answer, an idiot sandwich. That's right. Okay. That's right. With lamb sauce. <laughs> I love Gordon Ramsay videos. Don't don't hate me. Don't judge. You've already been judged. Well, like I don't know. Like I'm not saying like okay. He you know he's a renowned chef and whatnot. I'm not saying like I need to like try his food, but I at least give him credit. You know, he cooks well. Hmm. So I, I feel like we've talked about food wars enough already. <laughs> no, no, possibly. There's so many other things that we've haven't even really touched on like some of the other matchups that were interesting, like Hisako against the creepy girl. That was certainly a fun one. Oh, yes, yeah. that was a fun one. I yeah. just, and that girl uh, went from hating Hisako to adoring her. Yeah. Now she's in love with her now. <laughs> I just kind of felt that as like filler. I know it's obviously not. It's just, it just, yeah. it didn't really thread the needle for me as much. By the way, what, uh, what Soma did for, for her too, I think that was cool. Yeah, no, you can talk about that. Like from this, what was it? The stagiaire? How do you pronounce yeah, that? The stagiaire. Stagiaire. Thank you. Like I thought that was cool. I really liked uh, the teams that you saw at that. Because yeah. A lot of them were kind of like, wait, excuse, wait, really? Hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like it's something that I know, like our call, or our other staff members, like a big thing that our staff members really like about Black Clover is how every character of the Black Bulls really gets a chance to shine. You know, I think you see that not to the same extent in like My Hero Academia, but they at least try. And I think they more more than uh, more oftentimes than not succeed in that. But with Black Clover, you really get to see people shine. And I know Food Wars, I don't think really reaches that same type of level as, you know, Black Clover. So uh, going back My Hero to Academia. In the manga, do you get more time with the other characters during the stagiaire? I would say no. The, no, that's, I, I, that's a shame. I think you do get a little bit more, but not to the extent that I felt necessarily satisfied. But like I, it was pretty much just a sizzle reel for a lot of them. Right, and I do, yeah. but I do like that they at least tried. You know, like, when you see Soma is about to be paired with someone, you would expect Arena, you would expect uh, Megami, you know, and all of a sudden, or even Meet Me. And then all yeah. of a sudden you get Hisoka, or Hisoka, Jesus Christ. I love that book. Yes. The red, I, what's, her, what's her name so I say it right, please? Hisako. Hisako. Yeah. I like that they added someone new. And no, it's not a harem. 
but I really no. enjoyed that they threw someone that a doesn't normally get along with Soma and just someone that we really haven't seen everything. Cause the most that we saw of her was her decapitating a turf. Oh, no. I dude, was upset. That was false, dude. I love that so much. I, I mean, so I will say that the idea of a turtle burger does sound pretty good. I'm not going to lie, but right. that match, that match between her and uh, Akira was my favorite because I wanted both of those meals. Oh, man. Yep. Oh, they looked so good. Very, very good. So, mm. but no, I just like, like I said, like it doesn't reach the same level as my hero or black Culver with getting everyone a chance to shine. But I, 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 I liked the attempt that they were at least trying to give Soma a different uh, perspective with someone else. Yeah. You know, you know, the, the one thing that I, that I also thought was kind of, I, I think it's kind of funny because obviously we know that eventually Erina is going to, you know, find out who Soma's dad is. <laughs> and, and like, I love how they're, they're dancing around that in like season one and season two. Yeah. Oh, and Paul, I'm just you're like, in for a real treat. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens here. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Cause then she's going to be like, Oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> now I want you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, at first she's at first. She can't hardly believe it. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 not possible. No, forget about it. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that's definitely going in a direction, and I don't know if I care for it. But... I don't really like it. We all know who Soma really belongs to. The squids. Oh, and the octopuses. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Oh dear. Oh dear, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all about that that Soma Megami ship. No, so get fine. that out of here. You guys oh, that's are basic. You guys are so basic. It could have been Soma Meat Meat, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, seriously. Hey, hey, hey! She does like her meat. Exactly. Why would you <laughs> want anyone who doesn't understand the complexities of meat? Please. Exactly. <laughs> like, dude, she's literally like the meat master. Exactly. Yeah, but you know him and him and Megami like make a really good team, and I'm just like, I don't know. Megami but... would make a good team with anyone. She's a floozy. No. <laughs> she's what? A floozy. What? <laughs> Take that back. She'll Take cook back. She'll cook with anyone. Sketch. I've read the. Take manga. that fucking back, man. Take that back, man. Sketch, That's just dare you say that about I my mean, precious daughter. She, that is so wrong. <laughs> she will cook with I mean, anyone. Sketch. She's not a one chef person. <laughs> exactly. That's okay. It's okay. You're not me. Sketch is gonna kill CJ. Not <laughs> me in the kitchen. <laughs> no. Oh, no, God. I want someone who will only want to cook with Soma. Meat. Meat. Exactly. Well, she's got it bad. That's darn sure. Oh, she does. That poor girl. She she needs a shoulder to cry on, for God's sakes. And preferably not her advisor. No. The, the pompadour haircut guy. No. Oh, man, that guy. I, got, I got an idea who they might end up shipping her with, man. Just cause. I caught it a little subtly in it. Uh, but you know, it's not here neither here neither there nor there, however you want to say it. But 
Man, seriously, she would have been good for Soma, man. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, dude, she, like, downright just honest when she wanted me. And she's so goddamn cute, man. And she knows the meats. Meats. She and got I, the meats, man. She's I mean, better I mean, than she, Arby's. I mean, yeah, she's, right. she's got the money too. So what the fuck? That is true too. I forgot. I actually forgot. <laughs> I mean, that I part. Got the money. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm so much. Money, my money, I'm a money, I'm a meat. So God. I mean, like, dude, seriously, the meat is all, and she knows her way around some meat, man, mm-hmm. especially beef. Yep. And the fact that she knew about chicken cuts, man. Look here, chicken is the black man's steak. <laughs> So what does that make me? That shit. Because now I knew I'm that really shit. confused. What's that now? What does that make me? Because now I'm really confused. It's okay. You with me? Okay. I'm just. I'm. <laughs> I'm starting to question CJ. myself. CJ's scared. <laughs> like the reason why we say it's a black man steak, man, is because it's cheap and affordable and it tastes good. But I love Seriously. chicken so much. I know, dude. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I love chicken, man. Dude, I like. The last, like, I actually had beef for the first time, like, Juneteenth when I grilled a hamburger, man. Um, like, y'all saw the, oh, yeah, matter of fact, you did see my footage from Juneteenth. I did. Yeah, I saw that plate. I forget yeah. about burgers. I don't even count burgers as beef. That's the problem. Oh, no, They're dude, just burgers. No, 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 dude. That was Angus uh, beef. Uh, was Angus. I need to try Kobe beef at least once. I hear it's overrated, mm. but I want to try it. Yeah, it's good, man. It's You've good. had it? Yeah, nice. It melts in your mouth. Oh, does it? I like people yes. told me it's overrated, so I'm just kind of like, I still want to at least you know, give it okay, a shot. Is it, look at it's your experience, man. Everybody just trying to act like they're all cool because they don't want to follow the crowd. Like it's oh, it's so great. Look, it's good. Hmm. I mean, you know, like dude, was it tomahawk good? Not exactly, but dude, experience the meats, man. What about bison burger? Oh, dude, bison burgers are off the chain. Oh. Like, but the only thing about bison meat, man, is it's expensive as hell. So then that's the question, then. Who would you want to prepare a meal for you from Food Wars? Oh. That's the real question. That's a good question. Oh. Because I know my answer already. It would be meat meat. She knows the meats. What do I like to eat? Meat. What do I like to have on the side of my meat? Meat. More, meat. more meat. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, dude, even the meat eats his meat. Damn. Oh, man. Like, that's... Oh. Like, I mean, it's flawless logic right there. I don't think there's anybody who would um, like please, please my palate more. Exactly. Like, well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Can I, can I say... Can I say Jotaro? No, 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 no. No, no, no adults. I'm Joe no, Ichiro. I can't say him? Oh, come no, on. No, it has to be no, Joe Ichiro. Has to be the students. Joe Ichiro, yeah, yeah, not Joe Ichiro. What the fuck? Okay, that's right. that's you know. Oda, oda, Good oda, grief, oda. Paul. Oh. Yar yar does it. <laughs> but no, I'm, oda, 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 I'm talking about students. Oh wait, wait, I shouldn't throw JoJo in here because people might get pissed. <laughs> oh, but there was a JoJo's reference. Yes, yes there, there was. was. <laughs> yes, there was. And that's now looking at it again, I would say it was most heavily inspired, possibly by the Golden Wind season. It, it, yes, I believe it was. What was else? like Megumi's was like basically uh, Spice Girl, she aka was, Spicy Lady. Yeah. What other What other shows were in there? There was a couple, wasn't there? Oh, they they do references for all different types of shonen uh, stuff. I've even tweeted out like panels of manga where they do that. 
Like it's crazy. I don't I remember mean, all of them, but I'd have to. I know you saw. We all saw Sailor Moon in the Power Rangers. Yes, because yep. <laughs> from the food gasms, from the food gasms. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, but to me, that's just basically copying Yakitate Japan. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been worse. It could have been fantastic show. People should appreciate its streaming. I'd rather them copy that show than like fighting food on. So. <laughs> Uh, I think I heard something uh, about the, like the creator of Food Wars. One of his inspirations was uh, the old um, Cooking Master Boy, which got a recent new anime. So might be worth checking out. But you haven't oh. answered my question. Which student? Damn it! I oh, I, I, I said I agreed with. Uh, I, I would go with Meat Meat for oh, okay. my personal tastes. Yeah, I I mean I'd have to go with Meat Meat honestly too. Same. Just because I'm a steak man. We're, We're a bunch it. of Americans. Look here, dude. The Don Bowl that she did, me. man. I don't care what nobody said, man. The Don Bowl that she did and the Don Bowl against Summer, man, I would have oh, ate all of it. I know. I would so have ate, eaten all of it. The thing is, they don't know how to eat a lot. Dude, you talking to an ex-fullback slash linebacker. Dude, I could have eaten like three bowls of that and still been hungry for more. Oh, man. Baseball season, man. Oh. I'd go to Old Country Buffet. It'd be seven plates down. Shit. <laughs> I also want people to know that they're all at least 100 pounds more than I weigh. Just, just throwing <laughs> oh. that out there. Oh. But spe- speaking of um, amount of food consumption, you got to think of these judges, man. They These aren't necessarily small portions that they get most of the time in these things. They, they eat a lot. Yep. Well, it's like with like professional eaters and like and oddly enough, you know, this podcast is being recorded on July second with the hot dog eating contest in two days. Yeah, but a lot of them are actually in really good shape because they realize that it's unhealthy to do what they do, and so like as they train, they're like moving around, they're you know keeping the muscles going and stuff like that to ease the digestion too. It's kind of like the same thing that the judges do with their food gasms, where they're like bursting out you know doing all these wild moves and it's just like oh it's kind of an homage so to say to like how people competitively eat and taste us because look at uh like gordon ramsay is he a large and in charge man i mean he's in charge but he's not large so you know he's not fat and he tastes and eats all kinds of foods all the time so there's that happy medium with uh professionals like that where they have to be able to to train their bodies you know, otherwise they become Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Flavor Town, baby. Welcome to Flavor Town. He's had a few too many lamb sauces. Yes, he has. Yeah. So. Too much lamb sauce, lamb sauce parmonara, whatever you want to call it. Oh, horrible. I know. No. I All right. Well, anything else about Food Wars? I think we've kind of. Well, we definitely should talk about that. A battle that Soma had against Subaru. Of course. That was oh, yeah. certainly an interesting opponent to throw in somebody who intentionally mimics their opponent and like just destroys them. It's so, very uh, it's it, he's a very needed foil character. He's yes. very important because yeah, he's like a chameleon. And what's interesting <laughs> about cooking is and I'm sure Darrell can attest to this, that's kind of what a lot of chefs do. They copy what successful chefs have done and then they add like one or two little things to try to make it a little bit different and better you know it's yeah. it's a very 
It's a very uh, interesting kind of character because I think that's. Hey, what just let me copy your homework. Okay, just make sure you change a couple of things. Yeah. Well, you know, his little skill set was called Perfect Trace. So the thing is, he memorizes the recipe town to the T, but he may go one, two, three steps further, like CJ said, and it comes out better than the original dish. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how, Darrell, that's how Darrell beats Gordon Ramsay in a Shogugeki. Pretty much. And this season, that was definitely like the crowning achievement of Soma versus another opponent. Yes. And that he's like, all right, I'm putting it all on the line to get everybody's stuff back. Poor Takumi. <laughs> yeah, man. <sighs> Takumi. He's a very Dude frustrating character, honestly. Can't catch a break. <laughs> he is literally the Sanji of Food Wars. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Except he ain't a whole bag. Well, no. Thankfully, he isn't. Well, he might be for Soma, but no. My thing is, is just he's very like he is super talented. He's like a Genos from One Punch Man. You know, there you go. Super freaking talented, and then he just lets these little things get in his way to stop. And thankfully, unlike well, actually, no, that's not true. Genos does get better later on, but uh, but unlike you know Sanji and stuff like that he does eventually kind of grow out of that little shadow that he's kind of placed himself with under Soma, because sadly I just feel like Takumi is just like a stepping stool for Soma to look better. And I don't like characters like that. I I don't, I don't feel that does them justice. It's like, so their existence is to just make this person look better. How lame is that? And you know, I don't, I I just, I, I, I don't have time for characters like that. So thankfully much, 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 much later it gets better, but it's just, Takes a while. Yeah, so it's frustrating. Really? But I like his brother. His brother is a cool dude. Yeah. yeah. And his yeah. incredible ability to gain and lose weight. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Yeah, I, I know, right? Dude, this I guy's a regular Christian Bale. But yeah, that the episode where at the very end of the episode, Subaru comes to challenge uh, Soma. Oh man! Wasn't that great? The, it was the best. And let me tell you, so something. it was all like, "You're gonna lose." The manga did it better. Yeah, probably. I, well, you I, can say that, but I mean, there's a certain combination of the 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 voice performance and also the music and use of color and shadow and like there's there's more to it that can pop off the page but let me tell you something the eyes in the manga oh the eyes very decent oh oh, they were so beautiful like when you want to see a good stare down alice when she walks in when she's soma's opponent oh is that good oh the most satisfying meal i've ever had was seeing those panels (laughs) and that was the best meal i ever had and that's why i don't eat shrimp (laughs) <laughs> I will give you 10 bucks if you know what that's a reference to. Hold on, wait a minute. What was that? Kind of missed something. No, I was actually taking a swig out of all that. <laughs> the, the, the reference of, and that's why I don't eat shrimp. If you know what that is, I will give you $10. Oh, see, I'm allergic to them, so I probably even don't know, man. Damn it. Sketch? <laughs> I, it's not ringing any bells. Paul, you don't know. Paul wouldn't know. No, he's, I wouldn't. He's not cultured. It's a, from a Capital One Charles Barkley commercial. 
<laughs> yeah. You said Charles Barkley. I'm probably I definitely wasn't paying attention then. Mm-hmm. It might be from Alabama, but I'm not a big fan. Really? Oh, okay. Oh hell no, dude. I'll tell you something about the podcast. Oh, uh, I can already know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, There's certainly things that we didn't really talk about, but I mean, we've been talking a darn long while about food. That's, wars. What, that's well, what happens when all four of us get together. Well, sketch. Let me let me ask you this then. Like, is there anything you think that we missed with our assessments of like how, where we've ended up with food wars so far? Like, that you think would be a disservice to not have on this episode? Because mm. I mean, we've taught we we threw in some like anecdotal questions. You know, like, who's the waifu? Who do you want a meal-prepared student-wise? You know, the issues that some of us have had, uh, where we originally, like, found out about Food Wars, like manga or through the anime, all those kind of things. Like, what would you say is something that would be a huge disservice if we didn't? Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. I got one. Who would you date? No, that's... We already... I think Not really. Kinda... Not really. Who we would you really date? Good. Okay, excuse me, sir. Alice's mother... Alice's mother, yes. yes. Alice's mother is amazing. Yes, <laughs> I would even go with the the what's her face, the granny from the Polar Springs uh, dorm. Oh God, I mean, June's a cutie. Yes. Yeah. Oh no no no. Yeah, June's thought, too uh, too lollicon for me. Yeah, too. I was about to say. I thought you were talking. I thought that was her name for a second, but it's like no, the Polar Springs granny is not June. But no, I wouldn't do June. No, no, no. Come on, no. You're sizest. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, because I don't want the police called on me whenever I'm walking around with my girl. Wow. Wow. He makes a very good point there. I actually, uh, I, I really like... Um, I know exactly who you're going to say. I don't think, you well, know, maybe you do. The girl, uh, the, the advisor <laughs> who's in love with Megami. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I, I knew exactly where you were going with that. The advisor that's in love with Megami. Which one's that? I forget her name, but she's not really that's... important. She was. She in... was one of the. She was the first person to test them at the training camp. Yes. And she shows up at the stagiaire. She's the airhead who's like always tied yeah. up in a chair who gets beat up by um, the guy that uh, challenged Megami and Soma. Yeah. She's fun. Oh, and uh, uh, the 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 girl at the restaurant who's voiced by Hillary Hag. I liked her. You know, blue hair. About you guys. Yeah, I know know. you guys. I don't know about don't, you don't you don't you be pining for teenagers here, man. That's weird. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying if if you were their age, who would you? Oh, be? well, that's different. Yeah, like you can't, you can't like you can't realistically be like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna date somebody my age right now. No, 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 dude. There's Paul, way too Paul, many women, do you, you know? I can answer you right now. If I was their age, who would I want to date? Alice's mother. <laughs> My answer does not change. <laughs> you want the you want the milf? I got you. Okay. Who are you? Have you I seen mean, her? Dude, have you seen her? I've I'm seen a her. mother lover. You're a mother lover. Exactly. 
All right, fine. I won't give you my choice then. Fuck it. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even want to know. Well, okay, Paul, which teenager do you wish you could date? If, you if I was their age. Let's put that in there, please, because you guys are making me feel creepy at the moment. It is. Christ. It's like when people ask who my wife was in My Hero Academia. It's midnight. What? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Why, why would you think otherwise? Ochako's oh, my daughter, for God's sakes. She's trying to get me money so I can, you know, survive. I'm, thank you, daughter. I'm very pr- proud of you. Now, g- make sure you date Deku, not Bakugo. Only villains do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. The, the floor is yours, Paul. I, I don't even know what to say after all of that, honestly. Was it meat meat? No, hell no. <laughs> now, I, would I eat her food? Fuck yes, I would eat her food. Oh, she has yeah. steak. Hell yeah, I would eat her food. I want the chicken, man. Mm-mm. Oh man, Sketch won't like me if I if I if I tell you my choice. It's Megami. It is Megami. I mean that. I mean she's gonna be a good wife someday. Exactly. It's not the summer. <sighs> I, I hope wish. not. Soma. <laughs> it's the island I will die on. <laughs> I just said not to the summer, Sunny. Yeah, I know. I wish I, I wish though that they would do that because no. I think they, they would make a good couple. No. No. You no. just want him to be with me. <laughs> well, I mean, no. there's that, but uh, like I Alice said. Alice would be fun to date. Alice would yeah. be, however. Yeah, but you'd always have a third wheel on that one. Oh, you're totally right about that. Yeah, you would always have a third one, and then he would be like looking at him like, why are you dating Alice? <laughs> You know that's his dang old girl. Exactly. <laughs> Rio gonna kick your ass. <laughs> so for those of you that have made it this far in the podcast, just so you know, it's Alice's mother. <laughs> that is who the real winner is. Oh, Jesus is. Christ. So Alice's the right mother. answer is Alice's mother. Yes. Or, or, Dojima. Oh, I can't lie, man. Dojima. I get it, man. Dojima is a handsome guy. Although, to be <laughs> honest, if I had to pick a dude, I would probably pick the the asshole pink hair guy with the glasses that's the no, yeah 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 i'd probably actually pick a bad looking fella no he is very attractive he is absolutely <laughs> well, come on you pick him over joichiro jesus christ yeah nah, dude I'll, i'm going with dojo on this one man yeah Seriously. i think i, I think i would because don't forget wow this don't... veered off in the wrong direction Shut up. <laughs> Sketch. Sketch. don't don't forget joichiro will leave Exactly. Oh, that's right. true. That's true. Dojima is literally Yo, which, consistent. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Which leads me to a question. What happened to Soma's mom? Maybe she not... died. I don't know. I honestly have no idea. All we know about Soma's mom is that she is apparently Joichiro's inspiration. Yeah. And that he so has he one. inspired her so much that he gave her his son and left? <laughs> like, oh my god. All right, that one needs to be explained. I think oh. she's dead. I honestly think she's dead. Yeah, I, I think she so too, but like... Her name is Tamako Yukihiro, though, so just... So right. You know. That would be fucked up, though. <laughs> oh, here's your son. Oh, by the way, have a nice, have a nice life. <laughs> yes, she definitely chose to die, Paul. You didn't hear what I said, did no, you? No, I had no idea what you said. Okay, so shut up. <laughs> she chose to die, apparently. No, I said... For plot convenience. I, said, I didn't say that she chose to die. I, I said know. that she chose to be like, 
bye, I'm going and living my life. But I'm do that. I know, so but, but what I'm saying is I think she's dead. I don't think she just, like, said, here. Yeah, I, I, I think that's probably what it is, too. I'm just saying that, you know, gotcha. it would be interesting if that's what it was. I'm not going to say how she dies, man. I'm not going to spoil it for nobody here. I just don't but you just did. She died from, like, incurable cancer. Okay, then. Since you want to talk shit, man. Cheers, mom. All right, so that's a podcast edit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love you too, whore. Alice's mom. I mean, well, that was, what was that long? The blackhead chick that was at the um, stagiaire, man, that was on Machino's. Um, I don't remember. She was, I can't remember her name, man, but yes, definitely her, man. I would like. And I would like to apologize to everyone out there that we cannot remember the names of like any of these female characters. <laughs> I've never remembered names of anyone. I barely remember my co-host's names. Dude, I barely remember my own name. Like for and, when we interview, well, that's people, because you drink too much. <laughs> when we interview people, I literally make sure I haven't written like, okay, remember who you're talking to here. It's very important. I don't remember anything. I really don't. Who can remember things in this economy right now? But I can remember that Emily Neves was the voice of uh, Alice's mom, and she did a marvelous job with the line delivery. Yes, she did. We've talked to her, too. If only we did when she did Food Wars. Damn. If only. I I blame Gee, I sure hope we can manage to get an interview with somebody else who was on Food Wars. Wait. Who's that? Wait. Oh, I know. I know. Jay Hickman. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not set yet. So. It's Jay Hickman. Well, we did that. Oh, well, you did. No, I didn't. Paul did. I didn't do anything. I was just there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a long story. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, we've definitely talked a lot about Food Wars and talked your ear off, and we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I think we all had a good time. So. Yes. That's the most important thing. No, the most exactly. important thing is that I finally found the lamb sauce. Ah, good job. Yes. Mm. It's expired. Oh. Should we say something quick since all three of us are here about our predictions about Adult Swim Con? No. Mm. I, I'd say that for a different podcast. Yeah, this is not there. You know yeah, I, I agree. This is Food Wars. The musical. Exactly. The musical. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, imagine I don't know that. How that would work with characters busting out in song, but Food Wars has a great hey, soundtrack. Broadway's gonna need some new shows when they reopen next year. That would be—I <laughs> would buy all the tickets for one of the showings. It would just be for me. Holy shit, that would be fun. It'd be cool. Very like, expensive. Derail the musical. Oh no, nobody wants to show up for that. I'm just a drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just a It's called drunk. method acting, Paul. It's a legitimate <laughs> way to do things. Mm-hmm. And the legitimate things that Terrell does is drink way too much. Anyways. I don't um... think he drinks too well. Okay, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> you backpedaled on that one right quick. Yeah. <laughs> He does. Uh, no, you know what? Never mind. I'm he does. Gonna... He does drink a lot, you know, and good on him. Too. Listen, me, Jose, and Jim have proof of this, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I think Sketch seems. Actually, drink. Jason has proof of it too, so we don't want to hear it. Yeah. I'll see. You.
Oh my god. I mean, I can't help it, man. It was, you know, it was that thing. The thing. Pharrell, we haven't mentioned something that you always have to mention when you're here. Oh, talking about the blue girl? <laughs> well, you know, with these times of shows not showing up on Tsunami and we need things, I mean, the hentai power hour is always open. And let's let's be honest, considering that the Food Wars uh, uh, illustrator was a hentai drawer, I mean, this is about as close as we're going to get. We're going to get. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Which is pretty close, because let me tell you, some of the... Um, Manga <laughs> spreads and panels. I still wonder why I was bold and brave enough to read that in public. <laughs> oh wow! Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No shame. I would. I would read Food Wars at airports in public. Well, there's no nothing wrong with you. Like literally, I was reading the Blue Girl in public, man. Like when I had um, copies of the Hentai. Gotcha. Like, so that's like, what. You- when you say you like lewds um no No, i'm talking about cj i mean (sighs) it's 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 a delicate dance it's a delicate (laughs) dance that we play with food wars it really is because like there's some that i'm just like wow that's pretty bold and then there's some where it's like this should be hentai Oh, uh, there's some in uh, the, some in season three that I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not all right with this. <laughs> like you, you know. see some very like a lot of details, a lot, <laughs> and I know that the anime doesn't go in that much detail, but the manga, oh boy, the manga, you you uh see some some lines and some curves. So and like, wow, maybe that's why they did the anime they did the way they did it. <laughs> <laughs> because then it would have just been a hentai. Um, <laughs> I mean, after episode one, you kind of think it is. We saw yeah. tentacles. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to know more about Food Wars, the manga, definitely come to me if you'd like to. Tweet at me if you'd like to. Actually, no, don't tweet at me. But just, you know. Always tweet at CJ. Try to try. Yeah, you like the whole thing on Shonen Jump? I did. Oh, yeah, Paul. How did you enjoy your birthday tweets, man? I don't like you right now. (laughs) Did you enjoy that text message, too, that I shared? (sighs) You know what, Darrell? Your birthday comes up soon enough, so that's just all I'm going to say. Soon enough? It's not until December. Oh, well. I mean, we're halfway there. Yeah, exactly. This this crisis has made everything go really fast, which is fine with me. I'm good. Get me past 2020 as fast as definitely possibly can. Faster. Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, I think it's time to get on out of here. So let's do our usual, shall we? House cleaning. House cleaning, yes. House cleaning. So you can go to Jarrell's house and take all of his booze. Um, there's that. Um, <laughs> if you want to die. <laughs> And take all of his food because apparently he wants to share that shit all the time and not share. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, you mad about that triple stack burger? Listen, he's just <laughs> mad because you won't share with Paul, but you'll share with Sketch or myself. Because he likes to spread the Sketch. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> That's right. all I'm talking about all these fucking references. That's right. Wait a minute. But- <laughs> we got to get some new material. Yes, we do. <laughs> I 
was trying to be clever enough with all the food references, not even just Gordon Ramsay bullshit, but just food stuff in general. It's very easy. I could do I could do this all day. You want seconds, thirds? I could give you a seven course meal. Just like sketch is very easy. But anyways, moving on, house cleaning. All right, so you can email us as usual, podcast at tunamifaithful.com. Uh, you can follow us on social media, facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. That's where you can get everything. Uh, we are pretty much now on every single podcast app that there is, but obviously Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, let's see what else soundcloud.com slash tsunami faithful podcast. That's where all of our episodes are. So if you're a new listener, you can hear everything from episode one to when this asshole over here from Alabama decided to join us and Jose didn't watch you on and then realized <laughs> oh, Paul was right. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's where you can hear all of our podcasts. And of course, the website, which is now back up, podcast.tunamifaithful.com. That's where you can definitely see every single episode of our podcast. Please do go there as well. And, uh, yeah. So, um, also, we have patreon.com slash tunamifaithful. That is where you can uh, see all of our stuff before it comes out most, for most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes it comes in at the last minute and I don't have a chance to yeah, That's up. what she said. Exactly. And uh, yeah, so that's where you can uh, see all of that. So um, please do contribute if you can. If you can't, best thing you can do, find one of those links on our website from Right Stuff, click it, buy some stuff, and we get some of that profit. So that's the easiest way to do it. So not that I'm saying you should do it, but maybe you should. I don't know. <laughs> but uh that's gonna be it for us so uh cj where can they find you sir uh you can find me on twitter at cj Maffris, uh and send me shiny pokemon i need more shiny pokemon because they're shiny and awesome and i love them uh you will be hearing an interview that uh we did with Kara buckland which was super super exciting to do that should be out tomorrow of the recording of this po- podcast uh, it was a lot of probably fun. Probably before this podcast, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, it probably will. But just, just you know, on the off chance, you never know. But it comes out tomorrow, which was a lot of fun. You know, get to talk about JoJo's and more JoJo's. Uh, other than that, you know, you can see my stuff on Tonami Faithful when it comes to reviews. I will be uh, joining the Demon Slayer podcast very soon to talk about the first Blu-ray release of the series, which should be a lot of fun. I've still have yet to... And that's the Aniplex version, right? Yes. Uh, okay. As soon as I saw the Aniplex version, I pre-ordered those as fast as you could say, hot diggity damn. Or hot damn, that's really expensive. Um. <laughs> I mean, yes, but it's worth, you know, anime is not a right. It is a privilege. And if you have the funds and love a show dearly, support it. Support it. Support I would agree it, with support that. It. So I went out to get the limited edition release of it because it looked phenomenal. My mother saw it and wanted it. Well, that's a nice little teaser of how amazing it looks. So I cannot wait to kind of dive more into it and get to pontificate about that on the Demon Slayer podcast, which you should check out too. Make sure you go at Demon Slayer pod- uh, pro- po- podcast. <laughs> Jesus. You need some water? 
I need well, to go. <laughs> you need to go. Well, All it'll right, be a minute. It'll be a minute, but wait a minute. Um, also, speaking of interviews, there is on SoundCloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast a playlist of all the interviews that we've done this year. Um, make sure you check that out in case you've missed any of our interviews. So Definitely um, go to the Jay Hickman one. Yes, that was a really good one. That was my best and, one. Uh, and uh, Darrell, where can they find you, sir? Uh, you can find, always find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com and... That's pretty much it, man. Y'all know my presence on Twitter. It's kind of getting there, but still not there. I'm not completely okay, but I'm still making it. But. Okay. Tweet Darrell support and hug gifts, please. Mm-hmm. And be sure to steal his booze. No, no, no. You can, give him, you can give him booze too, but give him hugs. Pandemic, yeah. No, 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 no. We take the booze. Pandemic we take be the booze. Darrell deserves a hug. Hug Darrell 2020. And the food. Steal no. the, the booze and the food. <laughs> to be honest with y'all, hell, y'all can have the fucking booze. I'll take the fucking hooks, man. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. I'll be down there soon. Okay. Well, wait a minute. I got to get a hazmat suit. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> anyways, uh, Sketch, where can I find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. And Paul, where can they find you? Oh, that was quick. He didn't even plug his curious cat. I know, Jesus Christ. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, paulpascrillo at tunamifaithful.com. You can Discord me at Paul Pascrillo on Discord, which Sketch should be more on Discord. No, Sketch, don't. <laughs> um, and Every time I pop up on the Discord, nobody's talking about anything. Maybe they're waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Maybe. You're the shiny and... Pokemon of our server. Mm-hmm. And of course you can find us you can find me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash popscroll as well. So and uh yeah, that's it. So thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Hope you guys liked it, and we'll do another next week. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being with us all this time. But that's it for us. Peace. We're out. Deuces! God, I missed that. Yes, I love you too, sweetums. We be like subwebs, subwebs to the unknown world. We are starting too much. We are reckless to enter. Why don't you go open tomorrow with that knife in your hand? Nobody can claim it's your own, own story. Cause we're still rough diamonds on the the sensual fried chicken i got the sensual fried chicken for you sweetie i have i actually haven't had fried chicken in a while i could use some not gonna lie because like, like, seriously if i could i would fry all the fried <laughs> chicken for you and mac and cheese and mashed potatoes with the gravy right the collard greens and the cornbread man well like i drove by popeyes and i was like oh i could go for that but then drive through was too long i was like mm, it's not i can wait Dude, the Popeyes around here, there's like only one around here. And almost every day when I'm driving the bus by that street, they're like cars are sticking out into the street. Dude, it's only for that chicken sandwich. Trust me, they ain't getting nothing else for real, man. You may have a few people that like actually getting chicken chicken from Popeyes. 
but everybody's mainly getting the sandwich now. Down here in Alabama, man, Birmingham, we actually going to get chicken because I'm, I'm just putting it like this, man. The sandwich ain't all that great. I mean, I'd rather have a goddamn Gawk Burgers from goddamn Oscar um, Jones in your damn way. And that's the Tuskegee. <laughs> Trust me, you have not had a damn chicken sandwich until you had the Gawk Burger. Shout out to Tuskegee, Oscar Jones. Y'all do y'all thing. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. there's a... There's a Chick-fil-A, there's one Chick-fil-A up here in Rochester, and every day it seems to be like that. I don't know why. It's yeah, not the as Chick-fil-A's bad as, around here are pretty busy, too. It's not as bad as when they first opened, but, like, yeah. You know, I can't tell you how many times it's Sunday afternoon, and I'm thinking, you know, Chick-fil-A would be nice. Oh, wait, <laughs> it's Sunday. It's like as stupid as the Atlanta Falcons adding a Chick-fil-A booth for their football games when they play on Sunday. Exactly. I'm like, bless your, bless your poor unsharpened heart. But they actually, that might be the only way to get Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. No, they don't open it. Oh. No, they really don't. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm okay with restaurants, you know, taking a day off at some point in the week that you know that's cool one of my uh favorite teriyaki places likes to take a certain day off in the week but <laughs> it's like i feel like it's uh it's just odd because who what what do you do for all the folks that you know they get out of church on sunday morning and they're like oh some chick-fil-a would be nice nope <laughs> or go get some home cooking or how about the fact that the most revenue that the Atlanta Georgia Dome or their new whatever arena it is won't have a Chick-fil-A open and they have their most customers excuse yeah. me yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. makes no sense y'all wasn't a morons. good idea sure wasn't a good idea no just put like like in like look at I get people like Chick-fil-A I like Chick-fil-A but like if you want fried chicken so bad like get a different place that actually opens when you have your most traffic hello that only it, makes sense. I think I've seen when we've gone to Atlanta, like I've seen other places too be closed on Sunday, and I'm just like, but why? It's the South, you jackass. <laughs> lots of restaurants close on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Dude, people actually go to church down here, even though they are racist heathens. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> they're only Christians to a certain degree. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, but yes. <laughs> Oh, no, dude, I'll, I'll tell you all about it, dude. I mean, like, seriously, dude, Churchill Highlands, man, they are literally under fire. That's, you know, there. I just want to talk about food, man. Well, we we had to talk about the South at some point when we are talking about food, right? But, oh, yeah. I mean, like, shit, man. My house is like a literally fucking buffet, man. Dude, like, since COVID hit, man, like, all the damn progress and good work that I actually put in, man, to lose weight. Thank you, COVID. Darrell started cooking again and eating more. Oh, dear. Yeah, like, well, I think we're all facing that. I mean, dude, this ain't the freshman 14, man. This is the COVID-19, man. Well, I saw this article the other day. It was like, this young lady made multiple precautions and still got COVID. It's like, yeah, but at some point in that article, it says she went back to the gym. Mm-hmm. That's not taking precautions. Excuse me? <laughs> no, Go for a jog outside and wear a mask. 